Welcome to Car Talk with Matty J. You're on an, uh, it's another Tuesday night. You're here on 98.9 Northwest FM. Uh, tonight we're going to continue with our All About series where we're going to be talking about All About, uh, probably the most famous, I'd say, sports car slash roadster in, ever. Uh, biggest selling one, I guess. Uh, the Mazda MX-5. I'm joined in the studio with um, two old-timers, but one new guy. Um, but we'll get to him very shortly. Reese K, what's going on? How are you, man? Good not, to be here. That's not, always well, always well. And James, from formerly from Established, I should say now. Hey, how's it going? Not bad, mate, not bad. Um, James, uh, would you like to introduce your, your friend? Yeah, sweet. So, uh, this is Daniel Novak. Hello. And uh, Novak and I go way back from the days of Established, and uh, Novak now runs his own little thing called Auto Refuge. Okay, um, so you guys met through Established, correct? Uh, yeah, that's correct. Uh, we started working together with um, making events and uh, running the whole Established page, and yeah, had yeah. a good time doing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, established, I remember at one stage, was like massive, and now it's kind of just, what well, it's kind of finalised, right? Um, that's, what's ha- that's what's happened to it? or uh, Yeah, the uh, CEO, I suppose, has decided to uh, close the business down and moved on to bigger and better things, bigger I suppose. Bigger and better things, yeah. Um, so where does that leave you guys? Like, or well, James in particular, because because you've, you've moved on to uh, auto auto is it auto refuge? Yeah, auto refuge. Yeah, yeah. cool. So, well, what do you guys do there? Uh, with that, we're a um, a clothing accessory, car accessory seller. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, so any apparel, uh, detailing, hose clamps, all all different brands from all over the world, and yeah, that's what we took on. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and James. So obviously, with established and uh, no longer no longer running, um, are you moving on to two different things now, or, or where where are you heading? Uh, so pro- possibly in the new year, um, come out with a, like a new brand or a clique, and just like blog and go from there. Cool. Yeah. 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 No, um, it's just weird because established was quite big for, for for quite a while, and yeah, yeah. For besides uh, possibly um, uh, grip shift slide, yeah, uh, we were probably the other major. Uh, contributor, yeah. In that sense, um, we did our own uh, events, our own um, blog posts, had our own apparel. So yeah, it's uh, we've gone more the apparel side of things, yeah, uh, with Auto Refuge. But um, yeah, it, it was a good uh, stepping stone to learn a lot of things and meet a lot of great people. Yeah, yeah, and I guess you, you make contacts, um, network, bigger and better things now for you. Um, yeah, hopefully, yeah, <laughs> hopefully, yeah. So, so it sounds good. So. Um, obviously, if you're into all this stuff, you're a massive car guy. Uh, I am, yes. <laughs> car history. Uh, I, I don't know much about your car history. I, <laughs> I know you're here for a while. I, I know um, you've got an IS 200 six-speeder outside. Yes, um, which is which is I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of of those. You know, out, you know that that shape. I love the I love the dash cluster. I've driven a few IS 300s because I always wanted an IS 300. Um, could never get one. Because uh, all the ones in Victoria, for some reason, are cr- crazy overpriced compared to everywhere else, and the fact that they only come automatic yes. here uh, in the states, they got they got a manual, I believe. Um, but um, having said that, you've still got a manual. Technically, you're fifty percent of the way. There. Yeah, halfway there. I, I got the looks and the the right gearbox, but uh, the boat engine, uh, the boat anchor for an engine. So, looking forward to changing that at some stage. So y- you were thinking, uh, we're talking outside. One you said. Uh, yeah, one UZ or two UZ. Oh, yeah, uh, cool. Nice compact V8. Something different. Most people uh, convert them to a 1J or 2J or yep. go from there. But uh, I don't know. A V8 might be a bit different. And it, you know, it, it's been done before. Um, and it's you know, a, a one UZ or, or two UZ for, the, for that matter as well is, is a really, really, really good engine. Like they're, they're strong. Um, they make. The, I, I can, they're one of the nicest sounding V8s. Like dead set. Well, with the right exhaust, they sound really good. Yeah, and no, they're, they're very smooth and they are. Uh, 
there's not too much you have to do to it, especially in a light chassis like the IS200, 300, or a Tesla, yeah, if like you it, prefer. Yeah. So, yeah, and something to to look forward to in the, the coming months, I suppose. Yeah, man, that's that sounds, that sounds actually really, 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 really good. I'm guessing that they have conversion kits as well, like you'd be able to... Uh, yeah, there's um, not particularly in Australia, but uh, more so in uh, England um, and the US. Okay. They, they bolt all manner of engines and conversions into them, so... You just uh, pick the right parts to suit your need, I suppose, and go from there. Hashtag Reese with LS the world because he <laughs> LS has set the stepping stone. Set the stepping stone, guy. <laughs> um, but your car history, like probably your your more, I don't know, uh, excitable cars, I should say, if they've not all been. Uh, no, they haven't all been, but I uh, have owned a couple of 350Zs. One was a turbo. Uh, cool. When I was 18, I had my first import, which was a, a 180SX. Nice. So that was a bit of fun. Uh, I've had an MX-5, so... Okay, very, well, that's, that's... Very suitable for today's show, I suppose. Um, which one? NA and B? Uh, NA6. Ah, cool. Uh, so, the first of. Yeah. An uh, 89 model. Yeah, so, nice, yeah. yeah. Early really, one, yeah. really cool car. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, it, have you had anything besides Japanese cars or just been pretty much um, just all Jap? No, no. I uh, had a Mark 1 Golf for a time. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, a diesel one. So, <laughs> that's yeah. even more air. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a really old man spec. <laughs> um, also had a uh, VK Commodore in my early years. Okay, nice, there you go. Nice. Yeah, he's he's yeah. happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I always tend to go back to my Japanese stuff. I Japanese stuff's always a bit of fun. There's plenty of aftermarket. and you know, Yeah, the, the support for it and there's heaps of stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, we're going to go to our first break of the night. Um, we're going to come back talking about all about Mazda's MX-5. Um, we've done Mazda two weeks in a row. We did the RX-7 last week, and James James, James is pissed off because he missed it. Um, but we're going to go to a song by the midnight um, for all you synth waivers out there. Um, the song's called Sunset. We'll be right back after this. You're back on Car Talk with Manny J. That was The Midnight with Sunset. Real cool track. Like The Midnight's work. Very, very cool. Um, now... We're going to be talking all things MX-5. You've had an MX-5, and you showed me your MX-5 during the break. Yeah. It is pretty damn epic. It was pretty damn epic, I should say. Yeah, once upon a time, it was a, it was a pretty cool car. Um, so you had you, you bought it stock. This is an uh, an, an NA nineteen eighty nine, like like one of the first ones. Yeah, one of the one of the first to come out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you pretty much did like <laughs> you went you went you went ham pretty much. You went nuts. Yeah, I, I went. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't leave it uh, standing for very long, so. Um, I just started uh, looking online what I liked, what I didn't like, and started piecing it all together. And I was lucky to find a, a really good guy um, who imports a, a lot of wheels and some very uh, specific Mazda stuff. Ruprecht? Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah and uh, <laughs> Dan, top bloke. And uh, he, he helped me heaps with everything, like especially the Mazda Speed stuff, the rare stuff. Yeah. So I was lucky enough to, to meet him at the right time. And Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's he's big with the um I know he's big with the three two three Estina boys as well. Yeah. Um I'm I'm on a few of those pages with my other car, so um uh tons of parts you can get. I think James got some wheels off him at one stage. Yeah, I got some MSO ones off him. Yeah. So um yeah, definitely uh, s- s- there's some good parts people in there in the know. I mean, some of the parts are quite expensive, but um they're p- hard to find parts. Well, that's it. Like all these things didn't come to Australia. Yeah. So if you uh if you have someone who knows how to get them and can do it a really good price for it. Well, you you do it, you buy it when you can. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Well, um, I'm gonna give a qu- quick spiel uh, as I do for like you know when I do a special about each car. So I've written something up, um, and I will um get your your opinion on on, on what you think. 
Um, straight up to me, the Mazda, uh, the Japanese Mazda MX-5 is the best British sports car ever made. Um, it's been the, it's arguably the most reliable because people who know British cars know that they, uh, yeah, fall apart, fall apart. <laughs> um, the, that comment what I just made is probably the, the most hated by you know the or, original like proper guys who like produce uh, who like British sports cars. But enthusiasts deep down know that it is the best one. It is it's argu- argu- arguably. Um, <laughs> It's truer than a, than, a, than a British sports car. Well, well, it did get a lot of its design features uh, from the Elan, and yeah, yeah, especially the Lotus Elan, but uh, also the MGs of you know yeah. times of old, and yep. that's why they even had a British racing green. <laughs> they did, so. yeah, on the on the NA as well. Correct, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Japanese had a, had a knack of making things reliable and that, and things that are full of tech. Um, they didn't use the full of tech part, but they really made things reliable in the MX-5. The Mazda MX-5 debuted in 1989, to which it has continued production till now and has become the best-selling uh, roadster, also, you know, sports car of all time. Um, the story of the MX-5 could have been a very, could have been very different, but we are glad we got the front-engine rear-wheel-drive two-door car we have today. Uh, its origins spawned over a conversation of how British sports sports cars do, do not really exist anymore. This happened between uh, Bob Hall, then a journalist at Motor Trend, when he spoke to... Uh, uh, Kenichi Yam- Yamamoto uh, I'm going to get those Japanese names wrong and Guy Ar- Arai uh, who were the head of R&D at Mazda at the time uh, this was in 1976 Hall got a job in 1981 for Mazda and spoke to the, and spoke to the chairman I spoke to the now chairman of Mazda, uh, of Mazda Motors um, uh, Yamamoto uh, and they both remembered the conversation they had about, about the British sports car so they gave their go-ahead for this program. The Mazda, uh, the MX-5 could have been potentially a front-wheel drive or mid-engine car, but the purists got their way with the traditional front-engine rear-wheel drive layout. Uh, the car was based on Mazda's design credo of Jin, Jinba Itai, which means uh, rider and horse as one body. Basically... It's obviously not Japanese. Eh? It's obviously not Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> um the car was pretty much built to a few pre like to a few prerequisites. It had to be as light as possible with me- meeting global um, you know, safety requirements. The the cockpit could accommodate uh, two full size occupants uh, with no wasted space. The basic layout would continue uh, front engine midship rear wheel drive configuration uh, with a fifty fifty weight distribution. That all four wheels would be attached by wishbone or multi link suspension systems to maximize uh, grip stability, and a power plant that would f- uh, that would again provide a solid connection between the engine and rear-mounted differential to sharpen the throttle response. Um, in 1989, Mazda released uh, the first-gen uh, NA Mazda MX-5, or NAMATE, uh, Miata uh, or Roadster, came out in, with a 1.6 or 1.8-litre engine using Mazda's tried-and-true uh, B6 series or BP series engines. While not highly powered, the true essence of a sports car uh, was the way it handled. The MX-5... Uh, Came with the best thing ever, pop-up headlights. I mean, come on. Yeah, well, you don't see those anymore, just due to safety reasons. So I think that's why they, they took it out. Yeah, that's that's why they all uh, in the early '90s, I believe, they they had to knock them all back. Yeah, uh, from NB um, onwards, yeah, uh, they that's were right. like, yeah. no, we, we can't, we can't that's do it anymore. Stupid reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pedestrians. Yeah, <laughs> who cares about pedestrians, really? And uh, cyclists. Yeah. <laughs> they stuffed their camber as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um. Uh, the uh, the MX-5 also came up with independent rear suspension, disc brakes, and a light 970 kilo curb weight. The only transmission that should have been available was was the five-speed manual, even though an auto was an option. Stories emerged about the gear shift being a copied version of the Lotus Elan, the car that it was supposed to be benchmarked uh, against. 
Uh, the car was an absolute hit and carried out uh, carried various special editions all through the range. Um, the second gen and what I consider to be the most unloved MX-5 by the public debuted in '98 with the code NB. Uh, or not bad in Aussie lingo, not bad yeah, NB. Yeah. Um, uh, this one dropped the pop-ups, but but gained glimpses of third gen RX-7 by being designed by the same uh, designer, I believe. The 1.8 liter engine remained, but was significantly significantly revised with high com- with a high compression ratio, forged connecting rods and pistons, uh, freer flowing manifold, and higher output as a result. My uh, my personal v- favorite version of the MX-5 came out in this model with the MX-5 SE or Mazda Speed. Um, known yeah, so that that was the the 1.8 turbo edition that a lot of people you know love love, and it's and they're crazy on the art like they're they're so expensive. Yeah, the, the twenty very, grand, twenty grand, <laughs> yeah, and, and you can get a base normal one for about half that, maybe less. even less. Yeah. yeah, so it's one of those things that uh, the purists will will fight over. Yeah, I, I mean, I was looking in the um, a good listener of the show is from America, um, Dave. Uh, he was telling me that the Mazda speeds over there are worth like like they're cheap, they're like six grand there, um, but that's because they released a lot more than they did here. But um, they're not as loved in that aspect as they are here. And I think they hold their value just that little bit more. Yeah, as with anything that's rare, I mean, if we didn't get it and some other country had it, it's wanted. Yep. So, I mean, that's why there's so many NA guys and MB guys turboing and supercharging their cars because we didn't have a forced induction option. So yep. why not give it a crack? That's, that's exactly right. And I think... Um, I think it looked good too. Uh, this car, like they 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 went to town. On, they they yeah had had a, had a full going over with upgraded suspension, uh, upgrades to the clutch and gearbox, different body kit, and really nice looking wheels, which I think set the car off. Yeah, the I think they were five spoke, five spoke as, space, as opposed yeah. to the uh, NA's uh, Daisy Daisy looking ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were fourteen inches or something at the yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> um, good for cheap tires though. Good for cheap, good for cheap skids, as um, as Mister Mister LS over here <laughs> would, would, would like. Oh, more, more so for your your track days, your your semis and stuff. Are yeah, much better in fourteen. They are. Yeah. Um, with our track car, we, we, we've got fourteen uh, inch <laughs> RoH adrenalines. <laughs> Terrible wheels, <laughs> but they got um they got a set of semi slicks on there now, and and it's the slicks are probably worth more than the. Oh yeah, wheels. they are. Well, yeah. we got the wheels for like fifty bucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We painted them green um, because because of hashtag race car. Um, <laughs> uh, as a result, um, this was my my favourite version of the of the MX Five. Um, but an even more rarer version was released as an Australian only version called the SP. Did you, did you hear about the SP? Uh, yeah, I couldn't say I know a heap about it, but yeah, I know it's one of the other options out there. It did exist. Um, it was an Australian kind of like aftermarket but not aftermarket it was actually sold by mazda but I, I believe um it was the work was it was not approved by mazda international or, or you know the, uh, mazda japan yeah. mazda japan but um um it was sold here only in australia and it, it had a lot more power than than the se but featured standard suspension and, and stand it pretty much looked, looked like the standard car um the third gen nc uh began in 2005 and it was the first real major change to the mx5 since debut the NC came with two different engines, or two liter and a 1.8, uh, uh, featured, which both featured much, uh, sorry, featured, and it featured a much different body since, uh, and for the first time offered a metal automa- uh, automatic roof as an option. Again, like the previous versions, um, uh, f- it featured very, very many variations, but the one that intrigued me the most was the lightweight, which which was a con- concept with no shield, oh, so windshield. Um, the fourth and current version uh, of the 
the MX-5 is the ND, which again was a full restyle, and I think is the best looking MX-5 to come out of Mazda since the original. Its lines are sharp, and... Jeez, oh, my phone's going off. And the car looked like a proper riot sitting still. It was re um, released in 2015 with no hardtop option until recently with the RF or retractable fastback, top, uh, retractable fastback version hitting the scene. Personally, I think the RF is the best-looking MX-5, as I am a sucker for like a good-looking you know, uh, Tiger-ish type car. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on that. Like, you reckon? A, a part of me is like, okay, it's got, got good uh, coupe styling, but uh, I don't know. It, it, an MX-5 should be a convertible. It should be. It should be the proper hairdresser's car. It, it has to be. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to hairdressers in a, in, in a minute, because... I actually know hairdressers that drive MX-5s. Um, <laughs> the engines on offer this time uh, for the ND were, were two different uh, Skyactiv engines at 1.5 and 2 litres, respectively. It was also 100 kilos lighter than the previous uh, model in uh, soft-top version, not in, in the retractable fast, uh, fastback. Um, as the, also, the previous one was a bit too round for my liking. I didn't really... It was trying to look... Yeah, I think the uh, the over over-accentuated uh, flares, like on the front guards and rear yeah. guards. Just didn't, I don't know, to me it just looked a bit bulky. Didn't look fast, didn't look sleek. It yep. just looked fat. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looked like a, a middle-aged man's car. Yeah. Like middle-aged hairdresser. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, I don't know. The, I think the uh, the NC kind of lost me there. Yeah. First two, NA, NB, yeah, great. NC dipped and then come back with the ND. And it's a good-looking car. Yeah. Even with the soft top, it's a, it's a really nice car. Yeah, it's a nice aggressive front and it suits the time. It does. I think uh, a lot of cars these days have got that really sharp lines and yeah, with a, a kit and nice wheels, they, they look very nice. Yeah. Even stand form, but there's no limit to the modifications that can be done. Yeah, no, I, I can com completely agree. I reckon, um, like, oh, I've seen some of the NCs done quite nicely and I'm like, okay, I can I can dig that, but especially a Series 1, not not a big fan of Yeah, they're few and far between though. Yeah. Nice looking NCs. Yeah. I'm definitely in agreement on that. Um, this model, the ND, shares its platform with the new 124 Fiat Spider, but that uses a 1.4 turbo instead of Mazda's naturally aspirated versions. Personally, I think they are the best roadsters slash sports cars to be currently on offer, and arguably the best of all time. Uh, they're, they're incredible fun to drive, good value for money, hold their value very well, and make an awesome car for a project with, huge after, with, a, with a huge aftermarket available for it. People say the answer is always MX-5 slash Miata, and you know what? I'd have to agree. Because uh, they 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 can be used for anything for track for you know whatever you want you want to make them yeah, for they are the car they're they're a good I think it'd be a good uh, P platers car too yeah they are um, especially if you want to learn manual um, easy clutch yeah very easy very light um, you can work on it yourself especially the NA and B models like you don't need to have an engineering degree <laughs> no. um, you can you know turn a spanner yourself and yeah they're they're readily available and it won't cost you a lot of coin to. It's good bang for buck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw with the current ND version, um, there's a company in, in the States called Flying Miata. I don't know if yeah, you've Yeah, Flying Miata, yeah. yeah. Um, they've been in for a while. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, you've, you've dealt with them or? Uh, yeah, I've bought parts from them. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, from overseas, yeah. <laughs> um, they've, they've offered, um, like, you know, they've offered always turbocharged and supercharged options, but they've also offered for, uh, for Old Mate Reese here an LS3 version of, of, uh, of an ND M MX-5. Which, which I don't know if you know who Matt Farrow is from um, the Smoking Tire. Yes. Yeah, he did. He did a he did a review on it. And he's, he's like, it's like it's like a mini Corvette. Oh really? It's, he said it's it was freaking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, the, the states they do some crazy, crazy stuff with MX5s. I I know there is one guy who's got a um, an RB26 <laughs> twin turbo, so from a GTR engine. GTR, so those yeah. aren't, aren't familiar. Um, and the thing is insane. 
there's a great video of him online um, losing it down the drag strip, and the car goes full 90 degree one way, 90 degree the other way, and Bloody he holds hell. it all the way down. That's bad. <laughs> and, and it's insane. Like you just look at this car guy and just go, "Nah, he's got to put it into the wall," and he holds it. What series was it? In A. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's the and a fit. <laughs> it's, he made it fit, like um, because they're they're quite a long, <laughs> long, yeah. long engine. Yeah. yeah the, the radiator was mounted in the in the boot. Okay. And um, it split a coolant hose onto one of the tires, and that's what flicked him. Oh, no way. Yeah, if you ever get a chance, <laughs> highly recommend uh, checking out. Uh, I'm guessing that'll be on Old Mate YouTube. Yeah, on our friends YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd have to ask you boys, why do you like MX5s? Uh, like I've said, why I like it. You've obviously liked it because you know the availability and you know uh, you know parts, and you can make them your own. Really, they're, they're kind of like Lego cars. Really, like yeah, you, can, you, well, can, you can just put them together. Yeah, you, you can basically get any kind of part you can think of. You can find for an MX5. Yeah, you can get a full cage. You can get a half cage. You can get a style bar. You can have variants of hard tops, variants of seats. Like you can really make it your own and. Make it do whatever you want it to do. If you want to have a, a circuit track car, you can do it. If you just want to have a, as a lot of uh, younger guys do, just sitting on the ground, just scraping uh, with nice dished <laughs> wheels, it, it'll pull it off and it'll look really nice. Long and get, slow. Yeah, you can do um, like rocket bunny kind of kits on it too. So it, it can be do it can be anything you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's the beauty about those cars because there's so many available. Uh, I mean, it's you know you can really. I mean, they're kind of like Mustangs in the States where you can just, just go nuts. Like, they're, you know, they're a car that you make your own. You buy them just as, as, a, as a blank canvas. I mean, it's, there's like, you can say, like, other people's cars, like, oh, sorry, other cars, like, you know, like your high-end, like, GDRs and stuff. Oh, you know, you put a nice set of wheels, that's it. These cars you can just go to town on. And I think that's what, that's what makes them such an individually, you know, loved car. Yeah, I think with, I don't know, with the GTRs and stuff, it always is the, the chase of power. Yeah. Whereas... With the Mazda, you should more focus on the handling. Yeah. It's it's a lot more fun to drive a slow car fast. Than a fast car slow. Yeah. I completely agree. I, I, so I have more fun in my in my, in my my laser than I have in the, in the F6 because I can just... I'm constantly, like, <laughs> a red line because I'm, you know, and I'm not going... I'm going 50 k's per hour. Yeah, you, you just, you know, you're sending it because you have to. Yeah. Um, and, you know, being being a little two-litre um, version itself, it's, you know, it, it's not slow, but it's it, it's a light, agile chassis. You just throw it around. And, and I think that's what makes light cars and small cars really, really so much fun. Yeah. yeah I have to agree with that. Yeah. That's what I agree about 100%. Um, something in that era that's basically like the tunability that you have. And uh, at a cost price point, it's like nothing compared to, you know, other cars that are out there. Uh, so... I 100% agree. Like, the thing isn't the quickest car in the world, but... But it's, it's supposed to be, yeah. It's, like, heaps of fun to drive. Yeah. So, that's... I think the... Uh, plus point. I think the old... Uh, the old Civics. Um, yeah, EG, like an EK. Yeah, EG. yeah, yeah. I mean, again, the, you can make them your own as well, and there's so much fun around the track as well. They are. Especially at Winton, you see a lot of the, the guys with K-swaps or even... Just and they go swaps. nuts. Yeah, and they're, they're so much fun to drive as well. Um... Uh, if you if you've listened to the show, like our track has a Toyota Paseo. Oh, okay. So we're, we're in the Nugget Nationals, and um, so many Civics are, are in that, and they they fly around the track, man. And, and honestly, they, the the drivers come out of them like you know grin, you know, ear, ear to ear. Yeah. So really, really good value. It's small light cars. I mean, what, what yeah, can you, you say? Can't go wrong with a small light car. Just up the engine a bit and go for it. Go for it. Look, we're going to do a second break in the night. We're going to go to a song by Luna George. It's called Turn Up the Love. We'll be right back after this. You're back on Card Talk with Matty J. 
Still here in the studio with James from formerly, formerly from established. I have to hurry up and make a new brand so you can uh, call me that. Yes. Off the <laughs> yeah, you gotta have to take the uh, off the wag. Uh, we you should leave them on me, man. I and tell you. Reese, um, we're talking all things MX5 tonight on the show um, because I reckon it is a really, really good, very good car. Um, now, in terms of um, value, NAs are going like back up. Yeah, they're starting to, to develop their cult following. People are realizing that they're uh, a good car. Yeah, they're, they're a good car and they're, they're a lot of fun. And yeah, as with anything, once uh, once a few too many people get the idea, it starts driving the prices. I mean, and they're, they're pretty much most of them now are eligible for Club Reg. So, like, yep, they make so a really good second second car. Yep, good weekend cruiser. I mean, uh, you and the partner just going out for a thing. Or if you want to have a track day car. Yeah. Same thing, like it's it's cheap base to, to work off. So, well, if you want to like get away from the kids because it's only two seats, you can. yeah. <laughs> Lucky for me, no kids. Not. So, yeah. <laughs> that you know of. <laughs> uh, well, um, yeah, really, really good value at the moment. And if uh, if there's a car that's going to like go up in value, that's from that from that eighties era. Um, that's yet to really, really my phone again, which I thought I turned off. Um, that I think's really um. Uh, about to blow Mark Mark One MX fives NAMX fives are you know I reckon next on next on the list. Yeah, they'll, they'll be right up there. Also, um, anything anything early nineties. Yep. Yeah, based around that. I mean, obviously the R thirty two Skyline GTR that's always going to go up in value because of American yeah, GTR. as well now. <laughs> yeah, that's it. As soon as American Canada could get their hands on them, they just started buying everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for the I suppose the cheaper end of the. The scale, yeah, you've got the, the MX-5 and even some of the uh, CRXs and things, yeah. the early Hondas, yeah. Even those later Del Sol ones. Um, yeah, the, the Gen 3. Gen 3s, yeah. yeah. Dude, I cannot find an EK9, and I'm just trying to find one just to like, have as a second car. And really? Like, there's not there's none out there? Oh, there is, but they're in Sydney and, like, you know, they're hammered. But, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that was in Cabramatta in Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, we can't say much. It has to be 1.5 or liters or under. MX5s come under come out as 1.6. 1.6. Unless it's a new one, which is an M point, uh, 1.5. I know, but you, you can still run on. The, you can still run there. You can just you just be, won't be eligible to be to win like a trophy for this. Just get penalty. No, it is. You can you can like flog your MX5 around. Like there's tons of MX5s that come around with us, Freeze. Mate, LS, take your LS engine out of your wagon and put it in one of those. <laughs> How does that sound? Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's reality, Reese. <laughs> Well, you, well, you want to you want to uh, manual swap your car, right? So, well, one so, day, one I'm, day, I'm, we'll I'm, get there. I'm not getting out with a microphone. Um, <laughs> you, you can you can buy a second wagon or, or a second sedan. It's been like wrapped around a pole. As previously mentioned, that they're all like they're everywhere. You can't find a wagon, but let's keep going. A sedan, sedan yep, yep. Get the six speed out. Put that in your car. Get get the engine. And put it in a mix five. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's all easy. Easy. Simple. Simple. Drop straight so in. You buy, it. You buy three cars to build two, is that correct? Essentially, yeah. Well, that's, so. that's how I've done a lot of my cars. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it does become uh, costly and time-consuming and space-consuming, but uh, you get there in the end. I do need a daily. You, you end up with a result. I, I need a daily. Bad. Mate, MX-5. All day, every day. Yeah, MX-5. Just don't go shopping. Don't buy anything. Don't yeah. take anyone with you. And you'll be fine. <laughs> no more lifts in, in the in the ute because you, you know, oh, sorry, in the in the wagon, I should say, because you you will essentially have a two seater. I mean, that that would be handy. I mean, look, I really I really wanted a um and like a an early MX5 or a, um 
<laughs> James walked back into the studio giving us giving us the, the, the good old salute. Um I wanted I wanted one of those, an AW eleven MR two. Or yes, um yeah. I'm I'm still trying to find a, a one that's within my budget. Um or or even a like a like a series two SW twenty because the series ones were kind of bit bambi on ice. Yeah, I don't know. If you're gonna go MR two you have to get the AW eleven. And make sure you get a supercharged one. Yes, yes. And then the Froji ZE. Yeah. yeah. Or um, if you do go the uh, the SW twenties, you have to throw a uh, a V six out of a Sportivo in it. Yeah, <laughs> those those things are insane. <laughs> they go good. Yeah, they're really well done. Apparently, like a lot of people reckon they go better than the turbo ones from like in factory form. Like, uh, yeah. but everyone's like, oh, you know, uh, you can always you know Caldina swap, you know, uh, uh, SW twenty, and, and it's, it's a better it's a better, better version of the of the three SGT apparently. But, yeah, uh, from I what mean, I, from what I've heard, I mean, with the three SG, that that's the new four age in terms of uh, yeah four AGE yeah uh, in terms of uh, availability for aftermarket. Because they came in, well... Everything. Everything over there as well, especially uh, like the Altesa. That's oh, yeah. got a massive following. Yeah, that's got, that's got the, um, the beams. Uh, Correct, yeah. yeah. So with the Yamaha head and yeah, yeah. some other little bits and pieces. But uh, yeah, Is they, that a 20-valve head? I'm not sure. I don't I don't believe so. I could be wrong, but okay. uh, I, I don't think so. I think it's just a, a straight 16. Yeah, okay. Cool. The, I think the 4H had the 20-valve. 20 that's right. That's yeah. right, yeah, with the ITBs hanging yes. outside of them. Dope, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Straight, straight ITVs from factory. How, how could you go wrong with that I engine? Mean, they sound insane. Yeah, uh, a, a good friend of mine. Uh, he had one in a um, front-wheel drive Corolla. Oh, dope, the Torino. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The after the A86, and that thing was insane. Just on wide open throttle, you oh. just hear this coming, this car coming on the freeway, and then popping flames and stuff. It was, it was sick. And they were six-speed too, as well, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were a really cool car. Yeah, they, they, they also had like a. I think we mostly got the. Um, the autos, but there, yeah. there are a lot of a uh, lot of manual ones that got imported, and yeah, insane car, so much fun. They're worth good money too. Yeah, if you can find them in yeah. good condition, in good, in good nick. Um, yeah. uh, there's a few. Uh, uh, sorry, the tax. Uh, not necessarily yeah. on that one. But, yeah, inherited trophy tax. yeah, um, really, really cool car. I've I've always been a big fan of those. Um, anything small in Japanese has always been always been a bit a bit of fun for me. Yeah. I, must say, I love my CRX, Gen 2 CRX. Gen 2 CRX is hot. Yeah. yeah. I had a... Uh, oh, a Gen 1 Civic. Yeah, I had a Gen 1 Civic. Okay. Yeah, an old school Civic. That well. was cool. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget when I first picked that one up and I was driving back home on the freeway and this uh, newer model EP Type R zipped past me and then he slowly backed off and just saw this guy just driving this... <laughs> uh, it, was, uh, it was the loveliest in uh, Poo Brown. Oh, it's uh, a qu- quality, quality yeah, car. Quality yeah, car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Quality 70s car. Yeah, definitely. And um, just the, the looks on these two young guys with seeing like this old school thing and me, like, it didn't go anywhere. It was 1.3 or 1.5, like, it was just nothing. Yeah. But so much fun to drive again, lightweight and just hammer it down on the freeway. It was, yeah. <laughs> it didn't go anywhere fast, but it looked... It was a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. I'll, I'll get your thought on, on EP3s. What do you do? You reckon they're worth the, the twenty grand people ask for them? I, I mean, I mean, they don't they don't go that well for like for twenty grand. I mean, I, there's there's tons of other cars that you'd buy for twenty grand. That that would uh, be more for the motor, I guess. Yeah, I think the, that and the suspension because it's different than the FN2. Yeah, because they've got IRS the um the correct EP3s, yeah, so. and whereas the FN2s don't. So, yeah. I mean, there's that aspect, and I don't know. It's a it's it's a square shape. I know, so it, it all comes down to personal preference, but yeah. uh, I, I don't think I wouldn't spend twenty grand on one yeah. unless it was a lot of work had been put into it. Yeah, 
that's that's me. Yeah. I mean, there's so many other cars, as you said, for twenty grand you could buy. You could buy like the best AW11 in the country. Yeah. For that. <laughs> probably buy two. Two, yeah. Yeah, but uh, they, that's the thing with um, within the twenty thousand dollar bracket. If you ever play the game of oh, you've got ten grand, what can you spend? Or you got twenty grand, what can you spend? But it has to be. We've done that uh, a few times on the show. I mean, <laughs> like the, the the amount of cars that come to mind, and you know, even some of the uh, like euros now bang for buck you, you can't go past yeah so you know nice way to get into you know a euro scene if that's your your thing is if you're worried about also expensive parts yeah well yeah. <laughs> look uh, i think parts are getting a lot cheaper they eh? are yeah so i mean again it's just all where who you know and where you go to so yeah that helps when you have mates in the industry i suppose it does just come see <laughs> us yeah <laughs> sca represent <laughs> um look James asked me to, to set you up with a car quiz. Oh, great. So, um, oh, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Reese heads the mic over because it's, it's not his turn for, for a change. Speaking of wrapping things around poles, yeah. <laughs> watch me crash and burn. <laughs> um, let me get my music set up. Give me one, <laughs> one moment. How are you with like, on-the-spot quizzes anyway, just out of curiosity? Because this is your first time on, on the show and first time on radio as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we'll see how we go, won't we? <laughs> We we will. Um, so this is the car talk. Car the headphones it gets intense. Oh uh, yeah, the, the, head, the headphones. Is, my my intensive music is what makes this like. Um, <laughs> Do I win a million dollars if I get all more right or what? How does this work? Now you have to get balls in the slots. Remember? Uh, no, I'll tell you what. Story I'll, of my life. I'll give you my car if you get them all right. How's that sound? Actually, actually, you might. You might. I'll, 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 I'll take that back. I just heard that. Uh, can you just message in and uh, <laughs> the, 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 got witnesses? Uh, I can give you the number. It's o double four double seven double seven nine eight nine. Um, I don't think I've got the the actual one on this on this USB. I thought I think I brought my USB, my wrong USB. But anyway, well, this is the car talk car quiz, and um, I will. You can also pass as well. You can also pass and come back to it a bit later. That, okay, that is no that worries. is definitely um, available to do okay so question one ford has just released a special version of the rs focus what is it called no idea okay Pass. my car is safe <laughs> uh, qu uh question two the mazda rx7 was a true or false uh the Ma original mazda rx7 was available with a turbo false that's correct um question three true or false the latest lexus lc range only comes as a hybrid true False. Oh, it comes as a as a hybrid and a and a five liter V eight. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I thought it was always hybrid. No, nah, that, cool. the, the, yeah, it is cool that they've kept like a yeah a non hybrid version. Yeah, yeah, especially with the the way everyone's going with hybrid is the the new thing. So it is. Yeah. Um, have you seen that? It's a good looking car. Yeah, very nice. Car. Yeah, I, I saw one on the street in on um on Chapel Street like like a couple of weeks ago. God, it was nice. I'm like. I've seen it in pictures, but this is the first time I've seen one close up. And it, you know, actually, people are around it taking photos. Oh, really? And it's like and it's a Lexus, <laughs> so, so it's just, it's it says something about it. Um, question four: uh, Holden have officially ended the SS name for the Commodore for their latest Commodore, which will be released in 2018. What will the sports variant be called? Oh, Holden's are not my thing, man. I'll pass on that one. <laughs> pass on that one. <laughs> Question two: the, the car this is, that this new Commodore will be based on is is the Opel what? <laughs> Piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it will be an Opel. Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> half a point for that. Yeah, I, I'll give you half a point just just because just because of that. Um, no clue. No, no. You can play, can pass. Pass on that All one. Right, easy. Question six: a TR sixty sixty is a what? Turbo. No, it's a gearbox. Oh, it's the newer version of a T fifty six. Oh, right. Tronic, yeah. 
Um, question seven. Audi originally used Quattro in what decade? Ooh, 1980s, I would say. It is Because that's when they entered into the rally, Group B. That is correct. With all the accidents and the Killer really cool bees. cars. Killer bees, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, the best time for rally. <laughs> yeah, ever. ever. Except, some of those videos, though, they freak you out. Um, <laughs> they're awesome. They were, they, were, they were like clinically insane, these people that they drove those cars. Yeah, a lot of those guys actually developed tunnel vision. Yeah. Because they were going that fast. So. That, is, that is a scary, scary reality. Well, you've answered the next question. For what purpose was, was Quattro brought in for? Uh, Group B rally. That's correct. <laughs> Question nine. Um, pictures have emerged of a new Toyota sports car this week. Uh, what model is it rumored to be? Uh, the new Supra. The new Supra, that's correct. Question ten. This new car will share its engine with what company? Ooh. I, would, I have no idea on that one. I'd have to pass, actually. Pass? Okay. Well, we can, we can come back to it. Um, we'll go back up to... to uh, Ford has just released a special version of the Focus RS. What is it called? I'll just call it the R... Nah, the limited edition. It comes with a, a different. Uh, it comes with the Quaif diff and a few other. What's it called? Limited edition. Limited edition. Yeah. So it's, well, it's just called oh. Focus Limited Edition or Focus RS, RS. Focus RS Limited Edition. Yeah. Okay. Limited to five hundred units, and after this, there'll be no more Focus RS. That they're, 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 oh, they're disbanding. Disbanding. The... They're, they're finishing it. So oh, wow. in typical RS fashion, they're not bringing many of them around. Yeah. As as they did with the last one. Um. So. Uh, where are we up to? Holden have officially ended the SS. Uh, SS nameplate on the Commodore. What will the new sports model be called? Reese, any idea? Because I'm, I'm at a loss. I've seen was still badged as Commodore. All right, I'll give you a hint. They've Opal have named their other cars with that sports variant badging. It's three letters. GTS. VXR. VXR. Or is it VRX or VXR? VXR. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, uh, which car will this new Commodore be heavily based on? It's an Opal POS, as you just mentioned before. Oh, I, I don't know Opals at all, so <laughs> I assume that it will be uh, some... Um, Probably based on the Astra. Nah, it's, it's the Insignia, unfortunately. Um, and the last question, the new Supra, well, alleged Supra, will, will share its engine with what car company? Still has three it's, letters. It's, it's, yeah, it does have three letters. It does have three letters. It does have the three, three letters. Is, is it a, it's a German... No, I've just given it away now. <laughs> it's going to be really bad if I don't get it now. Yeah. <laughs> with three letters. Three letters. They make the legendary M. Oh, really? BMW? <laughs> BMW, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's, yeah. that's actually cool. That is cool. So, one, two, three, four, five, five and a half. Yeah. These quizzes actually suck. That's actually good for a first, That's like everyone's first time. That's everyone's first time on the, on the, on the quiz. That's, that is not bad at all. Look, we've got to go to our last break of the night. We'll be right back after this. We're back on Car Talk with Manny J. We're about to wrap up the show. Um, but, Reese, have you learned much about the MX-5 that you didn't know before? Yeah, other than uh, it started on Need for Speed, I didn't really know much about it. I think the pop-up headlights, I guess, started the uh, Honda Prelude trend as well when they came out. They were well, pretty cool. Well, they, Prelude, Prelude had um, pop-ups well, similar in, the, in the 80s yeah, as well. Gen 3. Gen 3, Prelude, yeah. yeah. My mum had one. She bought it for $500 with a sunroof. It was cool. It was cool. <laughs> with no Mazda, though. Cool. <laughs> now, I'm a big fan of, of, of Preludes. I think they're a really underappreciated car. Uh, for their for what they are, for what they are, yeah. I mean, they're not trying to be a sports car. They're, they're more of a, a five hundred dollar car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the, the later ones with with the um, uh, well, like with the V two ARs went 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 pretty well. They had, yeah, they had, they had, they had the, the VTEC engine. Um, yeah, two point two liter. Yeah, yeah, H H twenty two. Yeah, H, that's the one. Um, yeah. really, really 
strong engine too. Like they, I remember my mates when he but he pulled. I was like, this is not, it's not too bad. Yeah, unfortunately they just didn't get the uh, support that the the B series did. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously there's still you know turbo manifolds and things like that you can do to them, but never as much as the B. Or a K series for that matter as well. Yeah, well, yeah, K is the new B, I suppose. It is, yeah. Um, uh, people are doing <laughs> K twenty twenty fours and 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 all, all sorts of crazy stuff with them now. Well, so. uh, mentioning that, a um, uh, friend of mine, Tim, in Sydney, has uh, Australia's fastest K twenty A. Oh wow, okay. Civic. Yeah. Is it NA or is it? Um... Uh, no, NA all. Well, wow, all, all motor, yeah. Yeah, and um, he's uh, actually a hot import night, so uh, cool. Good luck to him. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, you do well. <laughs> yeah. So so do I. I mean. Uh, Speaking of Hondas, on uh, Thursday night, uh, West JDM, it's uh, a car group that we, we hang out with Yep, over in the western suburbs. They're having a bit of a meet down at uh, Derrimut Car Wash, so all cool. your Honda fans, go down, check out what's going on down there. Yeah, get down there. Yeah. So where was it again? Uh, it's uh, Derrimut Car Wash. Uh, couldn't tell you the street, but it's uh, Derrimut Road. Derrimut Road. Derrimut Road, right near the Dowdy's Gym there. Cool. I think it is Dowdy's Gym. Derrimut Gym. Derrimut Gym, yeah. Sounds good. So all you Honda fanboys out there, get there. It's it should be you know it, it might, might be a good gathering. Yeah, no, the, we usually get a good turnout and cool, you know, cool, nice, uh, nice group of guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I, I've got nothing but good things to say about like the, the Honda guys I've met. So they're not the usual ones you see in the states. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, a lot of Honda guys unfortunately get a lot of hate. They do. Uh, it's not not always uh, warranted. And it, that's that's. I couldn't say that for the uh, Holden Ford owners. See, <laughs> <laughs> so he's having a go at us. First night no on the show, he's having us, a go no at us. us. <laughs> Coyote in the world, no one can afford to barrow the world. <laughs> <laughs> he's having a go first night. I love it. Um, but thank you for coming on the show, Dave. Yeah, thanks Thanks for having me, man. Enjoyed it. Um, thanks, James, for, for coming on again. Always, thanks for having me. And thank you, Reese. Thank you for embarrassing me about uh, Japanese stuff as always. You know, I need to go home and actually do some homework. Mate, I'm I know gonna... none of this K, B, A. I never did my alphabet, obviously, <laughs> so time to brush up. Mate, I'm, I'm into every sort of car, so you've you got to hang out with me more often. Um, this has been Car Talk with Matty J. Uh, like and share our Facebook page. It's Car Talk, T-O-R-Q-U-E with Matty J. Um, we're also on Instagram, so uh, add, uh, follow it. It's um, Matty J underscore Car Talk Podcast. Uh, if you missed any of our previous shows, the links to our are on our, our Facebook page. So we're on, we're on Shout Engine, um, and we're also on iTunes. So subscribe, rate, and review there. Get us higher on the on the iTunes ranking, so we can get more, get more. Um, yeah, pretty much put out to a wider audience. Uh, we're, we've got listeners all over the world. So I'm um, thank you again for listening to our show. I'll see you same time next week, six p.m. Uh, sorry, seven p.m. I should say. Uh, that's that's James' show. Um, but in the meantime, take it easy. Apparel coming soon by Auto Refuge. <laughs> <laughs> quick plug, quick plug. <laughs>